let's start. So we're in the middle of uh, Parakei, and we're dealing with a very important topic. The topic is the purpose of purpose of the purpose of why the neshama is coming down into this world. So a person has to look at himself, and he has to see himself in the greater scheme of things, right? Why did his neshama come down into this world? Let's start again from Alzeh. Ba'alzeh hu shlichas a neshama. About five, six lines from the beginning of the paragraph. Ba'alzeh hu shlichas a neshama lemata. This is the idea of the shlichas of the neshama down here. I don't think that those are the right copies. Where are the right copies? Shalom ke. What? This is the shlichus of our neshamas down here. In other words, we have to recognize that we are on shlichus in this world. We are the neshama. We're not the body, that's for sure. Right? The body is our host. You could say host or our house or wherever it is. It's, it's definitely one with us. We definitely feel things in the body. Right? But the person is not the body. That's for sure. So the neshama is me. So if I'm the neshama, I've come down here for a reason. This is not my normal place of being. My normal place of being is in the spiritual world. That's where I'm, that's where I'm from. Right? So I've come down into this human body, right? which I've made my own. Right? So I'm, I'm definitely identifying. I'm definitely identifying with the body. Right? But why did I come down here? in order to light up the world. In other words, I'm not down here for no reason. I'm not down here just to drive around in a Ferrari. That's not, that's not the point of why I'm here. And that's why when people are going and trying to make that the point that they're here is to drive in a Ferrari or to go on vacation to Tahiti, they are feel, they're going to feel very empty. They're going to feel like something's missing because something is missing. Because that's not the point. That's not why I'm here. So what is the point that I'm here? So a person has to recognize that until he gets it correct, what he's supposed to be doing here, until he gets it correct, what is his shlichas, he's always going to feel like something is missing. Right? So the idea is that his job is, come, Shalom, just, just sit down, don't worry. He, uh, you can sit down, everyone can look on. Whoever doesn't have it, you can look on with your, with your neighbor says like this, his purpose of being in this world is, I have a purpose here to make the world into a better place. To lighten up the world. How do I do it? There's a specific way. The specific way is by taira and mitzvahs. By learning more taira, right? All the words of taira that I'm learning, those words of taira are enlightening the world. By doing mitzvahs. By being a person who does mitzvahs, every mitzvah is changing the world. That's my purpose here. I have to act as the agent, right? The agent of Hashem down here in this world. That's my job. That's what I'm here for. So when a person recognizes that, then it should make a very big impact on his existence. Like it says, the candle of Hashem is the soul of a person. Just like a candle illuminates the darkness, 
So similarly, the neshama nikroim neiros lahair, which are known as the candles to enlighten It's supposed to enlighten the darkness of this physical earth. And to make for this world a dira betachtainim. So this depends on how he how he is being. What is he doing? How is he acting? What is his motive modus operandi? Right? So this is the Iker. This is the main point of why he's in this world. This is the main point of why he's here. So his whole life has to be totally immersed in this idea. This is what I'm doing here in this world. Amnam, however, Kasher Hanishama Balamata. When a Nishama comes down here below, Lihis Labesh Baguf, in order and it becomes enclosed in the body. So a person is not meant to go and sit naked in a in a in a cave somewhere and just uh, you know and just twiddle and twiddle his thumbs or whatever he's supposed to be doing. No, Hashem made it such a way that the body needs certain things. The body needs a clothing. The body needs a house. The body needs to eat. The body needs. This is what the body needs. Right, they're like the props in a play. In other words, when you go to uh, when you when a person goes to the theater, you don't have just people standing on the stage, you know, reading out lines. They have to have right if they're pretending to be, you know, in driving in a car, so they have like a car on the stage. And if they're pretending to be uh, a king, they have to dress like a king. And if they're pretending to be, uh, you know, whatever they're doing, right, they have to have all these props, and all these props are there to make the play look like the way whoever wrote the play is supposed to look. They're on a train, right? They're having a conversation. They're doing this, they're doing that, whatever it is, right? These are the props. And these props enable a person to imagine, right, the play or whatever is going on to be the way it's supposed to be. Similarly, we are in this world. The neshama comes down into a physical body. The neshama comes down into a physical body in order to do a mission, but God made it that the physical body needs certain things. In other words, Hashem could have done it differently. Hashem could have made it that the, the neshama comes down into a body, and the body doesn't need anything. The body just breathes, and that's it. It doesn't need to eat, doesn't need to drink, doesn't need clothing, doesn't need houses, doesn't need anything. That could have been the way Hashem made the world, but Hashem didn't make the world that way. Hashem made the world that if a person doesn't eat for 24 hours, they feel very, very hungry. They need to eat something. They don't drink. Right? That they need to, they need all these props of life. But the props are not the, are not the, the actual play. The props are there in order to make the play be, so to speak, more authentic. When you go to Broadway, you see the play, and everyone's dressed in certain costumes, and everyone, and they have certain, uh, you know, backgrounds and everything like that. It makes it authentic. It makes it as part of the whole experience. But no one's going to confuse and say that the prop is the play. The prop is not the play. Similarly, here, that's what we're saying. We're saying that a person has to come down into this world. And why is he coming down into the world? He's coming down into the world in order to do Torah mitzvahs. So if he's coming down into the world in order to do Torah mitzvahs, so then that should be the whole thing. 
The answer is no. Hashem made it in such a way that you need props. You need to be able to have money in order to live. You need to be able to have food to live. You need to be able to have all these things that we have to live. Right? However, the key point that we're trying to bring up here is what? Is Right? These are all the things that are needed for the body, but they're not the main event. They're something that's secondary or incidental to the thing. Because all of the things that the body needs are only necessary during the time that the neshama is spending in the body. Which is a very limited period of time. So it's true that the body needs to eat. But the body needs to eat only in order to enable the neshama to do its job. In other words, when you go in your, in your car, you need to have gasoline in the car in order for it to go. But the main point is not the gasoline. The main point is the going. That's why you have a car. Similarly here, the main point of being in this world is for the neshama to enlighten the world with Tayyar Mitzvahs. In order to be a healthy person, the person needs to have exercise and food and clothing and all the different things that we need. But what happens very often is that what we th- what all of these props become very often the main point, the ikr. And it gets to the point that the ikr becomes the tuffle and the tuffle becomes the ikr. So I don't have time to uh, sit and learn because why? Because I have to go out for dinner to is this such and such a restaurant because of this food. Or I don't have time to do a mitzvah and to help someone else because I'm too busy, I'm too busy, uh, you know, making more and more money. Or my main point is what kind of car I could buy. Or what kind of vacation could I go on. Right? Or what's in it for me. So instead of using these things, these objects that were placed in the world in order to, in order to enable us to continue with our mission in this world, very often the Nefesh of Bahamias confuses us and makes them into the main event of why we're here. So this is the confusion that I have to constantly be fighting against. To be able to see with my own two eyes what's really the point. And it's not, it's not the goal. My life should not be a physical thing. Again, it doesn't mean that I should stay away from physical things. That's not what we talk about in Yiddishkeit. We are supposed to eat and we're supposed to drink and we're supposed to have a house and we, and we need a car, we have to buy a car and we have and all these things are necessities of life. But the point is that those necessities of life have to be just that. They're the props which enable me to do what I need to do. Not the main event. Like it says in Eve, Kamash Kasu Eve, right? Halatzva Enosh Alai Aretz Kimei. Sachir, right? Yamav, right? Because a person has a job, so to speak, to do on the earth. Kimei Sachir Yamav, and he is like a, a, a hired laborer, right? During the days that he's here. 
כי הנשמה כמו שהיא למעלה, because the נשמה, the way it was before the, it came into the body, וכן בקל הזמן השליחוס, and also at the time after it finishes its שליחוס in the body, והנשמה אוילה מן הגוף, when the נשמה comes up from the body, אין הצריכה כלל לכל הדברים הגשמים. It no longer needs all these physical things. It doesn't need to have its Ferrari, and it doesn't need to have its penthouse, and it doesn't need to have its football game, and it doesn't need to have all these things. It's not necessary. Only while the soul is in the body, that's when it needs these physical things to live. So when you look at it from that perspective, you have to ask yourself a question. How could it be that the secondary thing is pushing off the main event? It doesn't make sense. And it happens to all of us. Because what happens is that the nefesh of Bahamias becomes totally immersed in going after all these physical things. And, right, it wants to keep up with the Joneses. Right? And... The whole world is trying to push this agenda. Every commercial, every, you need to have the latest iPhone and the latest, uh, latest computer and the latest car and the latest uh, whatever this and that. And if I don't have it, then I am, so to speak, missing out on life. Or like the advertising agencies try to prove to you, right? That if you will smoke... Right, Marlboro, then you'll be like this big macho cowboy and uh, et cetera, et cetera. And if you will, uh, you know, drink this type of beer, then you will have, you know, 15 girls running around you and uh, this and this and this. And if you will drive a Ford Bronco, then I will be this like, you know, outdoor guy, you know, that could go up into the mountains and, you know, face the elements and everything. It makes a perception. It tries to put and it spend, and they spend millions upon millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars, in order to sell a product, in order, why? Because they tried to get it into my brain that this is really what's missing in my life. And if only I would be enjoying this uh, Bud Light, then my life would be completely different and so much better because of this point. And this is the type of person that I will be. And, you know, and this is, and, and it plays on our, all of our, Whims and fantasies. Yep. What about the Hasidic Nefesh of Bahamas? What? What about the Hasidic Nefesh of Bahamas? What about it? That, like, how do you choose the right thing to do? In terms of what? Give me an example. Like, when you're faced with, like, an, a decision of, like, more Torah study or, like, a different mitzvah that's going to only happen once. Well, yeah. Great opportunity today to go, um, like, right. Don't have very many people. Right. So the you're asking a question about that a person might be confused that he should learn instead of going to help someone. Yes. Something like that. Um, it's true. But the main problems that we're facing are not so much those problems. You know, halavai, that those are the big problems that we have. I think that if we, we focus on what we've been talking about, then we'll, we'll get 
past 95% of the problems. And then with regards to those, that's why we have mashpiim, that's why we have rabbanim that help us to, to, to navigate those troubled waters. It's a different point though. But uh, yes, there, there, is, there is that aspect as well. But the main point, the main point that we're trying to see here is, you know, up until now in the Mimer has been, uh, first of all, the Indian of Avas Yisrael, the Indian of, of seeing how I'm getting along with other people. And number two, now we've, we've, sort, of, uh, we've sort of segued into this uh, whole concept of, of really trying to figure out, you know, what am I doing here in this world? Like, why, why am I really alive? So we have, number one, our interrelationships, person with another person, that we're trying to work on, we're trying to change, right? We're trying to become less of a selfish person. And number two, what we're trying to talk about now is what, where am I spending most of my time and efforts in life? You know, what are my real icker points of my life, right? And a person recognizes that the key to this mimer is that Hashem is constantly speaking to me. Hashem is constantly telling me, showing me what's going on. Where am I going wrong? He's just acting as a mirror for me to try to show me that if things are not going the way they're supposed to be going, right, so then maybe I have to investigate what is going on with my life, right? So both in terms of how I relate to other people, that's what we discussed up until like around the middle towards the end of Parag Dalid. And now we've, you know, segued in, like I said before, into this idea of maybe I have to look, you know, am I really making the main point of my mission down here in this world, the main point. So that's what he's, that's what he's saying here. Um, so in truth, all of these necessities, these physical necessities, that are needed, really the truth is, if you look at it, in Yiddishkeit we see that all of the all of the things that are, so to speak, tafel, all the physical needs, all the props, are really supposed to be involved in my shlichas in this world. Right? Right? Like it says, the one that gives life. Right? Right? Like we say. Right? The idea is he is the one that gives also, right, all of my sustenance. In other words, Hashem is making sure that I am going to stay alive and Hashem is making sure that I'm going to be able to get all the things that I need, right? Hashem is making sure of this. This is what Hashem is doing. Yeah? Kamam Razal, like it says, the key Yahiv Rahmana Hu Yahiv. When Hashem provides, right, he he does it in a in a plentiful way for me to live. So this is I have to recognize this. It's only when he kilkul. Kilkul means like he messes up his actions. That's when Hashem holds back, right, or deprives him from his parnasa. Because I have to recognize that Hashem is the one in charge. Hashem is the one in charge. If Hashem is the one in charge, so I have to recognize that whatever is happening to me is a reflection on me. Hashem is acting like a big mirror for me. The world is a mirror for me. And when I recognize that, I have to use the world as my communication with Hashem. What is Hashem saying to me this morning? What is He trying to bring out? What is, why am I going through this situation? Why is this person annoying me? Why is this person doing this to me? Why is this... 
So I recognize what's going on here. It's Hashem. It has nothing to do with this other person. It's Hashem talking to me in this language and talking to me in this language, talking to me in this language. How can I change myself? How can I make myself better? How can I be more um, attentive as to my purpose here in this world? You guys getting what I'm saying? That's what, that's what it's about. So therefore, someone who's making the secondary into the main point, in general, and in particular, if the, the secondary thing is pushing away the main thing, right? And in, in, a, in a very straightforward way, right? In particular, when he, when he so to speak, says about himself, oh, well, you know, what do you want from me? I don't have time to do this. I, you know, I'm, I'm too busy at work. I, you know, work 24 hours a day, and therefore I don't have time to learn. I don't have time to daven. I don't have time to uh, do any of these things. So then he recognizes, right, it doesn't make any sense. He has to look at his life from a little bit of a different angle and recognize that, wait a minute, something's going on here that is not, that is not right. Something's going on here that I, uh, uh, that I have to change. Like, for example, a person has a servant, and he gives him his parnasa, and he sends him out on a shlichus to do something, and he doesn't fulfill the commandment of his master, because he doesn't have time. That makes no sense. Right, you 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 hire someone for 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 your company, and you give him a good parnasa, and then you tell him, listen, I want you to work on this project, and I want you to come up with a, a detailed uh, you know uh, report as to whether we should buy this company or not buy this company, and I you know I need it by Monday morning, so he says okay. So what does he do all weekend? He spends the whole weekend partying and, and, and going watching football and, and, and going to the movies and, you know, all these things. And he says Monday morning when he's supposed to bring in his report, he says, well, you know, I just didn't have time because I, I, I went and did a, you know, a movie marathon. So what's the boss going to say? Like, what do you mean? I'm giving you a salary in order that you should work and do these things. Why am I giving you a salary for so you should, uh, you know, watch a movie marathon or whatever. This, this is what you're doing. So no one told him that he's not allowed to, you know, uh, you know, go and eat dinner. And no one told him he can't even go to a restaurant. No one told him any of that. But you have to, you have to do what you're supposed to do. But when you, when you say, well, I just don't have time to do that. I don't have time to write a report because I'm just too busy this weekend. Uh, you know, because this weekend is the weekend that we have this big party. And therefore, I don't have time to do this stuff. What do you mean? It doesn't make sense. So this is what this is what the Rebbe is saying here, that we come down into this world, and we're given a mission. We're given a shlichus, and we say to Hashem at the end of the shlichus, or we say it during the time. We say, "Well, you know, I'm like a little bit too busy here because I really want to buy a Ferrari, and I don't have time. If I'm going to buy a Ferrari, I need a hundred thousand dollars extra." And so therefore, I don't have time to learn, I don't have time to daven, I don't have time to, and I'm not going to give any tzedakah because I need all the money for myself, and, right? So his, his whole life view is, is warped, right? Not to say that he can't buy a car. Buy a car. Who's saying not to buy a car? You have to buy a car, you have to drive somewhere, you have to go somewhere. That makes sense to me. <clears throat> 
But it doesn't have to be this type of situation. It doesn't have to be that is my life. That is my Matthias. Kasher Yisboinen, when a person meditates, the Melech Malchei Amlachim HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that the King of all kings, Hashem Himself, Hanoisin Lochayim, who's giving me life, Vizan Mepharniso, and He's giving me my sustenance, Vishalchu Bishlichuso, and He sent me on this Shlichus, down into this world, Vhu Boiged Hashlichus, and He's like throwing off the Shlichus, Mizalzaba, and he's just messing it around. Ah, header seems slave klal to the point that he doesn't pay attention to what he's supposed to be doing in this world. So a person has to constantly make a, you know, make a a a calculation. What am I doing here? Why am I here? Why did I come here? It can't be just to you know just to have a stake and fight with everyone around me. That's not why I came to this world. How can I make the world a better place? How can I help other people? How can I, you know, show in a positive way, you know, how to behave? How can I help out this little old lady coming across the street? Every, everything now becomes an opportunity, an opportunity for me to make the world a better place. That becomes my mitzvah. That becomes my whole aim. Right? And if you think about it, it, you know, really it's a very interesting thing because you would imagine that what we should be doing is we should all be not getting married, not having children, and, and just like sitting and, and learning all day and, and, and that's it. And, you know, meditating, I don't know, right? Things like that. And that would make a lot of sense because we're trying to influence the world in this manner. But Hashem said, no. Hashem says, I want the first mitzvah, pru or vu. He wants us to get married. And, but marriage comes with, uh, right? You have two people getting together. When you have two people coming together, you have two different opinions about everything. So how am I supposed to deal with that? So you have to learn how to work with another person, how to be close to another person, how to stop thinking about what's in it for me, how to change from my, my, my perspective of what's good for me perspective to what's good for us to perspective, what's good for you perspective. And then you have children. And children are a whole different story altogether. Right? It would be easier for people, right, if they just didn't have children. With each child becomes a whole to-do with chinuch and, and, and trying to, and each person, as much as you could be the, the greatest expert in chinuch, Every child is coming to the table with all different, uh, a whole different uh, mishagasim, all different types of things that are on, in their heads. So now you have to deal with that. But I thought I was supposed to be like just sitting and learning Gemara all day long or learning Kabbalah or, you know, meditating and becoming one with Hashem. So the answer is yes and no. The answer is Hashem wants the first mitzvah to have children. So now you've gotten married and now you have children and now you have to work with these people that are now in my life and to try to be able to live a life that is along the lines of my shlichas here, which is not simple. And then he says, you have to, well, if you have all these children, you have to have a job and you need money because you have to pay for their, what, they, what they wear and what they eat and you have to pay for tuition. So I'm like, wait a minute, what happened here? I'm, I thought I was supposed to be 
sitting and meditating, levitating above the ground. How am I supposed to be levitating above the ground if I, if I uh, you know, have to pay for tuition for all these kids? So the answer is maybe you're not supposed to be levitating above the ground. The answer is no. You have to be out there and you have to make a, tu- you have to make a salary and you have to change the world one step at a time. But what happens if the kids don't listen to me? They're not hearing what I'm saying. Right? Try to try to reason with a with a seven year old or a six year old. Doesn't always work. Right? So now you have to become more of an expert in in chinuch. But I'm supposed to be learning how to how to uh, well, you know, what happens if an ox scores a cow? Well, maybe you're the ox. Or the cow. <laughs> right? So now all of a sudden what 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 Hashem is saying is this is this is my dear Batahtainim. This is my dira betachtainim. My dira betachtainim is being a part of the world, influencing the world, making the world into a better place, right? And making myself into a better person and recognizing that this is my shlichus in the world. And that's where, that's where I, I am going to get also my fulfillment in life because I'm actually accomplishing why I, I came down into this world. Mitzvah Shem will continue tomorrow.